Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GGR, Ghana Talks Radio. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen here, listen here. Ghana Talks Radio, Ghana Talks Radio, Ghana Talks Radio. GGR News. The news are the We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. This is the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio, and I welcome you to it. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. E-Levy kickstart, Yentia demonstration kickstarts today. Also, five park rangers and a soldier killed in Benin attack. Libyan PM provides a counter-assassination attempt. This and more stories coming up after the break. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. Welcome back from the break to the first story. The High Court in Accra has issued a criminal summon against the Member of Parliament for Asim North over his alleged criminal offense. James Kwasi Christian, who has been a subject matter of criminal charges, including perjury, has been invading service. In a court on Wednesday, February 9, 2022, the Director of Public Prosecution, Mrs. Yvonne Atakra Abwasbika, said all efforts to serve the accused has yielded no result, explaining to the court what transpired since February 1st when the case was first called. She said on February 3rd, we caused hearing notice to be issued to the address of accused at Asemibriku in the central region. Subsequent to that, the DPP said, we got the Accra address of the accused and the police posted a copy of the hearing notice on the inside door of the accused house at the Manus estate in Accra. The DPP also told the court that on February 7th, they caused a hearing notice to the court then checked through the home of Accra. She explained further that on the same day, the police investigator posted a copy of the charge sheet on the home of the accused. According to her, even though the police met an occupant in the house, the person refused to accept the service and said the accused had gone out. To our next story, the Minister of Education, Dr. Yao Adichun, has told Parliament that government has put many measures to help increase in enrollment at the tertiary school in terms of funds and infrastructure. He said, since the introduction of the No Guarantee Policy in the Student Loan Trust Fund, will give the first-year students an opportunity to access student loan to pay for admission fees into the tertiary, both private and public, unlike the previous years where only students were considered for the loan. Mr. Adichun said with an expanded access to tertiary financial support under no guarantee policy of the Student Loan Trust Fund, consequential increase in tertiary enrollment and expansion in the infrastructure of the existing tertiary institutions to expand the capacity of tertiary institutions to enroll more students. The minister added that financial clearance has been granted to some tertiary institutions to recruit additional academic and non-academic staff, which has helped increase enrollment across these tertiary institutions. He also explained when the Honorable Parliament for President Marco asked the minister what working plan the ministry has formulated to increase the tertiary enrollment rate. Let's listen to the new presentation. Uh, 
increase from 18.8% in 2021 to 20% in 2022. Those are steady progress to the realization of the 40% growth total in women uh, by 2030, as espoused by the president. This is a steady, uh, this, the ministry has been interventions to meet the target, including one. The establishment of an open university Ghana, a standalone university, which is expected to admit about 50,000 qualified applicants across the country. This has a huge potential to increase the growth total and women ratio. And in the speaker, the government has committed to establish five new uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics universities across the country to expand access in the field of STEM in tertiary institutions. The introduction of uh, the no guarantor policy will furthermore give a boost uh, for students to access um, funds for tertiary education, and, and that bill is before uh, this house. Expansion to infrastructure of existing tertiary institutions to expand the capacity to enroll students is another priority. And Mr. Speaker, financial clearance has been granted to some institutions to recruit additional academic and non-academic staff. This will obviously lead to increased enrollment across these tertiary institutions. And Mr. Speaker, the ministry is currently engaging with stakeholders to adjust minimum entry requirements uh, from A1 to C6, um, and then to take a serious look at A1 to B7. This, when approved as a stakeholder consultation, will increase the number of students at the tertiary institution. Mr. Speaker, we are also doing public uh, campaign uh, for students to know and parents to know that this studies does not mean you will not be able to go to the university. In fact, you can enroll in diploma programs in these studies. Mr. Speaker, the government is currently building 10. Uh, beginning the construction of 10 new STEM junior high schools across the country. This will add to the pipeline of senior high schools uh, in order for more students to access tertiary education. Mr. Speaker, the underlying strategy is the fact that we boost secondary enrollment ratio, we create more students in the pipeline to get to the tertiary education stage. I thank you, Mr. Speaker. On local story, the chairman for Wealth and Transport Committee of Parliament, who doubles as MP for Akin Swati constituency, Kennedy Osei Nyako, has emphatically stated that only President Okufuor's government has been able to construct 3,600 kilometer roads within his first four years in government. Addressing the media in Parliament, he said it has never happened in the history of this country and that the First Republic, where any government has been able to construct more roads in his first term of office as President Ekufodo has done. Mr. Nyako made these comments when the House gave an approval to a contract agreement between the government of Ghana and BNIC Tension of Netherlands for an amount of 200 million for the construction of a bridge over Volta River at the 
address for a key amount from an additional 150 million for the construction of 121 kilometer road from Bunso to Ajoko. The chairman explained that the bridge is the longest bridge in West Africa with consists of design and construction of three kilometer long of a two-lane bridge and it will take 36 months for completion. The chairman added that the objectives of the project is to enhance productivity in the agricultural sector in the front lines as they serve as a source of food basket to the nation. President I'm 74 years now. I suppose not to be here. But I could see that the way the country is going, I have never seen this 
government before. That, that, that the whole country becomes pluralized. Why should we pay levy, uh, uh, e-levy? My children, they do send me, they, do re, they remit me, they remit me every month. The small money that you give me, they, they, they have to, why? Ghana is becoming harder and harder. That is why I am forced to be here today, to protect, to let the people know that we are suffering, especially education. My grandchildren, my grandchildren are suffering. No, no better education. You go for school three weeks, and you come and stay home for three months. Well, I've never seen this education before. Still on the e-levy story, lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, UGDS, Dr. Kobi Mensah, has suggested that the governor needs to thwart his party's quest to break the eight-year past sexual risk being derailed as a result of the viral case which will celebrate the majority leader's 65th birthday. What has particularly caught the attention of many social media users is the giant all-green six-pack cake that spelled out the word e-levy. The incident comes at a time when the opposition National Democratic Congress is leading the opposition to the levy, whilst a cross-section of the Ghanaians have sent a video showing the birthday party and a viral picture has posted on the social media handles. Mensa indicated that it had been potential of causing MPP to lose the power in 2024. Social media has been awash with pictures and videos from the Swami MP Osei Mensa Bonti's party that was held at Kumasi on 3rd of February which was particularly caught to the attention of many social media users, is a giant green six-pack cake that spelled out the word e-levy. Still on business story, the Minister for Fisheries and Agricultural Development, Mavis Hawakumsen, has told Parliament that the Anomapo Fisheries College is about 90% completed. She explained that the 90% works on the school include the administration, classrooms, hostels and laboratory blocks are almost completed. Administration and lab completed, which includes a hostel and a classroom. The minister further added that construction of the internal entry has also initiated the necessary activities towards the furnishing of the blocks as well as equipping the laboratory. She said this year the ministry will start the construction of the principal and staff bungalows as the ministry is also working with the University of Cape Coast to operationalize the institution and admit students for the 2022-2023 academic year. The minister's answer came up in Parliament when the majority chief whip and MP for Insawam Adwedi, Frank Anot Dompre, asked the minister when the Anomabok College will be made functional and operative. Mr. Speaker, the several works on physical components such as administration classroom, administration classroom, hostel and laboratory blocks are almost completed. Administration and lab completed. Ghana Talks Radio. Hostel and classroom at 90%. The construction of internal and access roads from the Mustafa Junction, Atlantic Coast Highway, is ongoing. The ministry has also initiated the necessary activities towards the furnishing of the blocks, as well as equipping the laboratory. This year, the ministry will start the construction of the principal and staff bungalows. 
The ministry is working with the University of Cape Coast to operationalize the institution and admit students for the 2022-2023 academic year. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you. An international point, a former minister in Sudan's civilian administration has been arrested in the latest crackdown on critics of the military and government. Khalid Omar Yusuf and Wahri Kelly, another top official in the former administration, were arrested on Wednesday according to the Forces of Freedom and Change FFC Coalition. Mr. Yusuf was arrested at his party headquarters and taken to a police station in the capital, Khartoum, the Reuters News Agency reports. Mr. Salih tweeted that he was taken to the same station and then the Ordoman prison and was under investigation regarding the charge of a breach of trust. The two had previously been involved in a task force that seized property and fired bureaucrats linked to the regime of Omar al-Bashir, who fell to a popular uprising in 2019. Since last year's coup, Sudan security forces have made arbitrary arrests and violently dispersed pro-democracy protesters leading to death. A soldier and five park rangers have been killed in an attack by suspected Islamist militants in the national park in the northern Benin. At least 10 other people have been injured. The ambush on Tuesday afternoon happened during a routine patrol in the Dubuyu National Park, which straddles the borders of Benin, Burkina Faso and Niger. All three nations have been frequent attacks by militants linked to the Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State groups. Extra troops from the Benin's army have been sent to the national park, which is managed by a South African wildlife charity. We move to Libya and Libyan Prime Minister Abdul Hamid al-Beba has survived an apparent assassination attempt by unknown assailants. Several rounds struck his car as it was being driven to the capital, Tripoli, early on Thursday. The gunmen fled the scene. Rival factions have been vain for control of Libya and the parliament based in the east of the country is to vote later on Thursday on a replacement prime minister for the government of the national unity. Mr. Beba has said he will ignore the outcome of the ballot. Two international stories, Russia and Belarus are starting 10 days of joint military drills amid ongoing fears of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. Belarus is a close ally of Russia and has a long-standing border with Ukraine. The U.S. has called the drills believed to be Russia's biggest deployment to Belarus since the Cold War and escalatory move. Russia has repeatedly denied any plans to invade Ukraine despite massing more than 100,000 troops to the border. But the U.S. and other Western countries have warned that an attack would come by at any time. Moscow says it cannot accept that Ukraine, a former Soviet Republic with deep social and cultural ties with Russia, could one day join the Western Defense Alliance NATO and has demanded that this will be ruled out. It has been backing an armed rebellion in eastern Ukraine since 2014. To some entertainment stories, the Human League, Anne-Marie and Stereophonics will headline this year's music and food festival at the farm of Blair Bassett Alex James. The big festival at James Farm in Kenham, Oxfordshire, will be held on 26th through 28th August. In the festival's 11th year, other acts will include the Sugar Babes, Cookbacks and Gabriel. Last summer's festival went ahead despite the pandemic after 2020's edition was cancelled.
Det är jag ändå i afternoon news om Ghana Talk Radio. Du kan också komma på Kilin Ingen Watson News App på Facebook. Du kan logga in till vår webbplats www.ghanatalkradio.com för mer news updates. Min namn är Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the sports update. Have a great afternoon. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Join in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Hello, welcome to the Sported Bit on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. So ahead of the World Cup qualifiers, GFA officials has finally, finally named the head coach of the Black Stars. And also Tottenham manager has lamented about his side's mentality after their late defeat. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. I'll be back with more stories for you. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, a stadium. Yeah, welcome back. So the Ghana Football Association, GFA, has appointed both Otto Addo and Chris Hilton as part of a technical team to lead the Black Stars for the World Cup playoffs against Nigeria. GFA names Otto Addo as head coach, Chris Hilton as technical advisor for World Cup playoffs. In a statement, the FA said Hilton will serve as technical advisor while Addo will lead the team as head coach. Meanwhile, George Boatin and Mas Udidi Adramani has also been appointed as part of the technical team as well. Ghana will be facing Nigeria in a two-leg tire in March, yes, as the two teams vie for a place in Qatar 2022. So finally, the Black Stars are having, uh, you know, a black coach and a high technical advisor. So away from that, Manchester United uh, agreed 9 million fee for the sale of midfielder Andres Pereira with the forgotten 26-year-old sets to join Brazilian side uh, Flamengo on a permanent deal. Manchester United are expected to confirm the sale of the midfielder to Flamengo by the end of this week for 88.8 million euro. Yes, 8.8 million euro and a 25% sale on Klaus. Also, the 26-year-old has also enjoyed a largely successful spell on loan since joining in the summer, making 25 appearances and scoring five goals to become a firm favorite with supporters. Flamingo officials, you know, have also been negotiating with the United uh, officials and want to pay a fee over installment with Pereira expected to agree a contract until 2026. Southampton, yes, they have twice Yes, came from a global behind to put a huge dent into Tottenham Hotspur's top four ambition with three goals to two away win in a compelling Premier League clash on Wednesday. Sang Hyo-min appeared to have scored a vital win for the Rack Tottenham uh, with a superb finish 20 minutes from time. While Southampton, who had been the better team throughout, struck twice in the space of three minutes. Yes, Mohamed Inyo-Nosi had the equalizer before. Shane Adams won it for the visitors 
with another header. James Wadhus providing the crosses for both goals. Tottenham second successfully defeat left them in a seventh place with 36 points, four points behind West Ham United, albeit having uh, played three fewer games. Southampton are thinned. And, you know, manager Antonio Conte really shares some uh, poor light on the mentality of the team, you know, following their defeat. Let's listen to that. And uh, I think uh, this type of situation creates a bit of instability, you know, mental instability in, uh, in my team, especially in the first half, because in the second half, then uh, we started to play, uh, uh, we, we started to press in the right way and um, uh, didn't change anything uh, compared to the first half. And, uh, uh, in the second half, we, and then we created a chance to score, and, uh, but also in the first half, because uh, every time we played the ball in the right way, we created a situation to, to go to score. But I repeat, we made many mistakes in the first half, and uh, uh, important mistakes. And uh, in the second half, uh, mm, we did well, we scored. And then, uh, yeah, we had to be radio. more good uh, to defend, because I have seen the two goals, and we considered two goals uh, uh, with uh, uh, um, the defensive line, uh, let's stay there. And uh, we have to be more accurate. But I know very well that, uh, I repeat, in this season, uh, uh, we are going uh, to, to struggle to get three points. And uh, uh, I said this uh, uh, before, I continue to repeat. and. Uh, for sure, I think that now we are we are, we are improving in many aspects, but then uh, we are still uh, too emotionally. And uh, I guess later we won 3-2 and we were losing 2-1. Today we were winning 2-1 two, two and we lost 3-1. Three, three, mm, I think uh, on this... Uh, if we want to, to grow, as a team uh, and to try no to 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 be competitive and uh, the first thing that you have to improve and uh, to be uh, stability stability not up and down up and down up and down and i think that uh, uh, is a situation that uh, we have to, to improve and uh, uh, yeah also i repeat uh, in a team, it's important also to have uh, players with experience and to manage the situation uh, in uh, and during the game. And uh, yeah, but uh, I repeat, it was a pity because uh, my players uh, they uh, they gave uh, one hundred and twenty percent today, yeah, and the effort was uh, maximum. I can tell that uh, I cannot tell that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see. Uh, right attitude. I don't see. I didn't see uh, right commitment. Uh, I have seen a maximum commitment, and uh, for this reason, uh, we have to try to yeah, and to try to uh, 
to avoid uh, this defeat because I think uh, today uh, we could avoid this uh, this defeat, especially when uh, you go to one and uh, there are uh, 50 minutes, 20 minutes to, to play. We have to try to manage the, the situation in a, in a better way. But and uh, it happened and uh, you have to to take experience about this uh, this game and to try to to improve. Thanks, Ali. Uh, Jack Pickbrook, please. Hi, Antonio. Why do you think your team struggled so much against Southampton's pressing, especially in the first half? It's a problem that Tottenham have a lot. Yeah, but in the, I think I think in the first half that uh, uh, we have struggled a lot on the. Uh, oh my. The situation uh, uh, to to put to, to put pressure was the same. Eh? The first half, like uh, like in the second half, and the first half, uh, I think that uh, uh, we were uh, not so. Uh, mm, I don't know, but uh, um, I don't I don't know why. I think, in my opinion, that in the first half. Uh, we made many, many mistakes with the ball. And this created problem also without the ball. Because when, when you, you lose confidence, and you lose confidence in every aspect, and with the ball and without the ball. Then after the first and second half, I, I spoke with them and I said, okay, and uh, football, uh, you can make a mistake, but then you have to play again. Otherwise, uh, uh, when uh, when you make a mistake and then uh, you go down and uh, you don't want to play, you don't want to press, you don't want to run to protect yourself, and uh, uh, <laughs> we are we are in trouble. I think it happened this because in the second half I asked them uh, to be brave, uh, to to have courage, and uh, with the ball, without the ball, and I think uh, uh, we played a good second half uh, until the goal. Then we considered two goals. That uh, for sure uh, we uh, we could avoid because uh, yes, that was uh, Tottenham's manager Antonio Conte, you know, communicating to us the mistakes on part of uh, is on their part, you know, uh, leading to their defeat to Southampton. We'll be joined by Damien Auge. Uh, good afternoon, Damien. Can you hear me? Okay, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Yourself? I'm very fine, thank you. So, uh. Your your officials, the DFA officials, have been able to finally name uh, a head coach and a technical advisor ahead of the World Cup qualifiers against Nigeria. But the fans, the populace, are not actually excited about the the named coach. I'm talking of Otto Ado. To you, do you think it's it's perfect for the job as a, you know the named coach for the Black Stars? I, I mean. Uh he, he has a ton of experience that is doing this. Uh, he's played with Dortmund. He's been part of their, their coaching team. And I mean, he, he's experienced. Okay. And then uh, this Senegal coach, at least you has proven that the black man can mm -hmm. actually do what this uh, is giving the opportunity. Okay. So I think it's a, it's a very... It's a very good step uh, in the right direction. It's a very big step in the right direction. All right. Um, so it, it is. It is. It is good. Okay. Uh, so it is good. And considering the fact that mm -hmm. uh, Houston will also be with a technical team with all 
this experience and then to be able to he has the, the know-how to be able to bring in those uh, top top quality players who would come and naturalize for the senior national team. Okay. I mean, it's a step in a very, very good direction. Okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, it is what we want and then we are able to go past Nigeria and then probably do well in the World Cup. Okay. Uh, someone will say, is it because you, you went for a white man and couldn't work? That's why this time around your tenure turns into uh, your very own black man in terms of this role? I mean, it, it could be. It could be. It could be. But then we, we haven't had... Uh, uh, luck with uh, black men ourselves. Okay. I mean, we've appointed, uh, I think, two, three yeah. uh, black men in the last few few years mm -hmm. to head us. But then it hasn't been all that good. So, I mean, let's see. Maybe going back there will maybe and mixing things up. We have a black coach and then a technical is a white man. Okay. So, this time around, it's a hybrid thing. Okay. So let's see. One okay. side doesn't work, so let's see if the mix will work. Oh, okay, and I think that this white man needs no, uh, you know, translator. So we make the work easy for uh, the black stars in terms of our performing against Nigeria and to the World Cup. Come again, come again, I'm saying that this white man does not need a translator. So we are hoping that the coordination will be easy in terms of, you know, helping the black stars to win over Nigeria and also uh, to the World Cup as such. No, mo most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> Our fingers are crossed. Okay. I mean, right now, Ghanaians, it's, it's a bit mixed. Yeah. Like, we, we want to qualify for the World Cup, mm -hmm. but then the expenditure involved, I mean, it, 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 it's the not the easy. <laughs> of course. Of course. And then all of a sudden, you want us not to qualify. Okay. But then, I mean, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, as Ghanaians, we can only pray for the women. All right, then. Uh, our black stars. Okay, then we, we see forward to how they work. Thank you so much for joining me, Damien. Thank you very much, Sandy. So this time around, it's not just a white, a white coach, it's a black coach and a white technical advisor for the black stars. So let's see what happens. Which teams and players will be selected uh, for the playoffs against Nigeria and also to the World Cup as such. So if you just join us, you're listening and you're watching live on Facebook, the Sports Debate on Ghana Talks Radio. In tennis today, Novak Djokovic, who was deported from Australia over his COVID-19 vaccination status ahead of the Australian Open, is on the entry list for next month's Indian Wells ATP event in California. Tournament organizers said that yesterday. So the 34-year-old Seb, who is unvaccinated, was deported after 11-day roller coaster involving two visa cancellations, two court challenges, and five nights in two stands at an immigration detention hotel where asylum seekers are held. But Djokovic has won Indian Wells five times and was part of the stacked field announcement on Wednesday, which includes 2022 Australian Open winner Rafael Nadal and top 10 players Daniel Medvedev, Alexander Zverev, and Stefanos Tsitsipas as well. So the tournament organizers said in the statement that the valid proof of full vaccination will be required for entry into the venue. The Indian Wells tournament runs uh, from 9th to 20th of March 2022. So still on tennis, but away from Djokovic, Andy Murray started working with former coach Daniel uh, Valverdu this month on a short-term basis as the multiple grand 
Islam Lena works towards discovering, rediscovering the form that took him to the top of the world ranking. Murray has struggled for consistency since returning to the circuits after undergoing career-threatening hip surgeries in 2018 and 19. But he is ranked 95th after returning to the top 100 on Monday for the first time since May 2018. So we see uh, how, you know, this coordination with the former coach will be for Andrew Murray. So in athletics today, American Nathan Chen achieved a spectacular redemption when he claimed the men's figure skating title in dazzling fashion at the Beijing Olympics, completing a four-year journey to the exhilarating tunes of Elton John on Thursday today. So the 22-year-old who left empty-handed after a meltdown in Chongqing in 2018 stood by the edge of the rink to soak up the atmosphere during warm-up and then skate carefree to Rocketman to add to his world record in the short program for the total of 332.60. Japan's Yuma Gajama, also 310.5, was the distant second and followed Japanese Shomo Uno at uh, 293 came third, but Rocket Chen showed he was a class above as he learned his fourth quadruple jump in that. So still straight to Olympics, to Beijing itself. And Russian figure skating sensation Camilla Valieva showed up for the scheduled practice at the Beijing Olympics on Thursday after Russian media reported a 15-year-old has tested positive for a banned substance. So the teenager was part of the Russian Olympic Committee, ROC, ensemble that won the figure skating team on Monday ahead of the United States and Japan. By the ceremony, she will present her and her teammates with the Olympic medals has been delayed since then for an unexplained legal reasons. But despite the pressure surrounding her, the teenager performed quadruple jump in practice after becoming the first woman to complete a quad jump at the Olympics during her team's winning performance on Monday. She declined to answer questions in the mix zone, the area where journalists interview athletes for competition. She's not ready for any interview. So Russian media reported on Wednesday that um, Valeva has returned a positive test within the newspaper RBC and the commerce naming a drug yes, creamy uh, tazendin, which is a typical used in uh, treating chest pain. So she is very, very confident in, you know, proving to them that she is really capable. Away from her, Johnny's Coles, yes, Johnny's Coles of Austria won gold medal in the men's combined event at the Winter Olympics today. Alexander Arnold Kild of Norway took the silver medal and James Crawford of Canada also were able to grab the bronze on that. So straight to snowboarding, Australia's Alexander Hermele won gold in the men's snowboard cross final on Thursday at the Belgian Games, finishing ahead of Canadian Elliot Gordon in the neck-and-neck -neck final race. Hamelin, who came in seventh at the 2018 Pyeongchang Games, won the final race by two seconds, beating out Gordon, who came in 36th at the Olympics four years ago. So looking back and seeing the playback video, I didn't realize it was this close. That's what Hamelin said, saying that it came as a huge relief to win such a 
tight race of course it is really a great relief as well so the australian said that when it came to the final uh, i just pushed a little more i wasn't sure i was going to make it until we passed the finish line of course it's not easy to make it but he was able to grab that particular win of that it is really amazing so away from him four years after she was discovered by national team scout as a junior provincial champion in the long jump and triple jump the 19 year old zio dan would this week launch herself ahead first down of the Sapitan frozen track as a skeleton slider the native of the hohats in the inner uh, mongolia who was one of China's opening ceremony in one of dozens of Olympian plank by China from other disciplines to build a winter sports powerhouse to match its summer games prowess. Like, you know, the concerned parents, he was initially reluctant to sign on for the skeleton, but she is really ready and we are looking forward to it. So today in basketball, the Anthony Simons and Joseph Nohit combined for 48 points as the Portland Trial Blazers ended a six-game losing streak by beating out of the Los Angeles Lakers 107-105. So Justice Winslow and Greg Brown, yes, they both scored 11 points, while LeBron James netted 30 points for the Lakers, who lost for the sixth time in eight games. But, you know, the Lakers were without Russell Westwood, who missed his first game of the season with a back injury. But Anthony Davis also scored 17 for the Lakers. Yes, as well as Bojan Bogdanovic led six players in double figures with 23 points in the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warrior nine-game winning streak with 111-85 victory in Salt Lake City. They have been really great this season and it's really impeccable to know how they're looking forward to get more points on that. Thank you so much for joining me for the Sports Tidbits. I'm watching live on Facebook as well. My name is Sancho Asante. Stay tuned for the 28th Countdown on Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.
No long drama, excuse me, sexy mama. What's the plan for this summer? Lagos, Kampala, Ghana, Panama. When it seems so hard, I'm gonna make things come up. Stick it with bad like Tony Montana. Me, I lose up my mind when you grind slowly. Mark me, I'm mad when you wait for me. Hey, baby, what you looking for? Girl, I got it right here. What you searching for? I just can't wait for you to. Every friends with my crew. Come, come right my thing, girl, and do your thing. Never seen a body that can clip on my wings. The way you wind, yeah. You make me sing. Attack, attack, and the body thing, yeah. Girl, everything just too nice. I feel it through 
Entertainment Hub and Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjora Asante. The stories are quite exciting today. Yes, Oxley, yes, the sex tape is still trending. Kim Kardashian is in the news, Ben Affleck, and, you know, didn't follow past. So we go straight to the stories. And Kim Kardashian is all set to embark on her journey to become an attorney after passing her baby boy exams. She is a 41-year-old keeping up with the Kardashian founder. Turned to her Instagram on Wednesday to share a photo of her notepad reading, Kim is my lawyer, and a bunch of textbooks scattered around a Zoom call on her laptop. So you see, she just passed the exam. Now she is really working on that, and it's really beautiful. So away from Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Lopez is thankful that she got to meet Babe. I'm talking of Ben Affleck once again. Speaking to Ellen DeGeneres, in a recent interview, Lopez shared her fascination towards the rekindling romance with the Gone Girl star and revealed that she gets emotional about it. She's really excited. She said that I don't think anybody was more surprised than us laughing. No, you would never could imagine something like this could happen. Of course, this is romance in the air, love in the air, and I'm feeling it. From another love saga to another love saga, Julia Fox is in the news and she is discussing her interest in adult films amid Kanye West romance. She's speaking to Alexander Cooper in the new podcast, The Uncut Gem Star, opening up about her experience making adult videos and how they could show her choices in real life. She said that I am not into weirdly. I am into weirdly like partner swapping. She began before admitting that she has never had a chance to try them. She continued by saying that I feel like I have been so jealous and so possessive in my relationship and I don't want to be like that in the future. So she's trying to say indirectly that no, she can't, you know, share any woman with Kanye West, but whatever it is, mm, Kanye still won't came away from that Julia Fox story. David Beckham is in the news, and not just him, the son is the one trending because Beckham's son, Brooklyn, Beckham's new show cost a fortune to producers. That's what New York has caused yesterday. So a recent eight-minute sandwich-making episode reportedly cost 100000 U.S. dollars and had a crew of 62 people. Oh, that's a lot of money. So the episode came from Cooking with Brooklyn Shoulders Instagram and Facebook followers how to make a bedroom sandwich with a hot brown, coleslaw, and fried sea bean after the show. I'm definitely trying that recipe. I feel like it's going to be amazing. So in the video, Brooklyn did not actually make the sandwich, but only spread mayonnaise on the batter and laid the ingredients on top. And this one really raised 100,000 US dollars. So he didn't know how to fry fish and asked for help while frying brown, but you know they really love what you know he did with this cooking thing, and it was really, really amazing. So the the sources saw the publication that it is unheard of. It's a sort of chewing you you could expect on a big TV show. Of course, he really made that thing look very beautiful. So away from that story, Megan Fox is on the news today after the ceremonial blood covenant. If I could put it, yes, Megan. And Brian Austin uh, are officially divorced. That is per TMZ. Judge on Tuesday signed off on former couple's divorce papers. Fox and Green filed for divorce settlement in October 2021. But the couple
couple also requested joint custody of their children, knowing that and both is serving as well as Johnny. But so TMZ added that the reported that Fox and Green did not have a prenup, meaning their assets acquired during the marriage will be split 50-50. So that is it. So that's what it is happening. So Kim Kardashian is back in the news, and this time around, uh, she opened up about, you know, her outfit. Hmm. That beautiful outfit that she wore at Met Gala, that's what she has opened up today. And it's really uh, looking uh, beautiful. So speaking on Vogue of the Amat issue, the mother of four revealed how she initially resisted, but then agreed to wear her Balenciaga body stocking. Yeah, so she said that I fought against it. I was like, I don't know how I could wear the mask. Why would I want to cover my face? Kardashian tells Vogue, but Demna, that is, you know, the director at Balenciaga and the team were like, this is a costume gala. This is a vanity fair party where everyone looks beautiful. There is a theme and you have to wear that mask and that is the look. So everybody was looking forward for her to, you know, explain that particular look in 2021. But she has been able to open up today. So during that time, a source revealed Kim's and strong husband Kanye West's presence was also felt during the gala. So that particular beautiful appearance was spectacular. She loved it too, but later, you know, she wasn't into it at the beginning, but she later loved it. I feel like it's really beautiful. The fact that it's in all black was quite sensational. If you're watching Facebook, you can see how glamorous and beautiful she was at the 2021 Met Gala. Away from Kim Kardashian, hmm, the royalty, when there's a story, I have to, you know, give a reverence to them. So, Chrisida Bona said, a bag of money and drugs landed in a house. Prince Harry's former uh, girlfriend, Chrisida Bona, revealed that she was interrogated by police after a suitcase was found in her London uh, garden that was full of drug cars and cocaine. So, according to Chrisida, who is married to Asmatas estate agent, Harry Wentworth Stanley, said that it seemed to have come from the sky soon after two policemen urgently knocked on my door confused and invited them in and they hurriedly want to retrieve the bag inside was a load of money drugs and keys belonging to expensive cars they inquire if the items were mine certainly not i said so prince harry who dated Priscilla, is married to former american actress megan markle yes the couple is currently living in california after stepping down. So the girlfriend I'm talking of, Cassetta, said that that evening the policeman returned and I was interviewed for an hour. Drug deals occur regularly on our street and they happen in a flash and hunt through a car window. So that's what happened. If she didn't take it, it would have been very disastrous on that. So Kim Kardashian and his family is back in the news and Kanye wants to get his entrenched wife their kids back. So Kanye West, who was in the news for his worthy romance with Julia Fox, has once again prayed God to please bring his family back together. So on Wednesday, Kanye showed a photo of Kim Kardashian Vogue shoot which featured their four children. You can see that on the streets of Watching Life on Facebook, asking Almighty to please bring the family back together. The American rapper has spoken mostly to you know be a slump in the face for his new flame, Julia Fox. So, you know, we, we hope that Kim Kardashian is going to change, you know, her mind and uh, she's going to be back to Kanye. But from that, we can't tell. So, Meghan Markle is in the news and royal experts have issued a warning about Meghan Markle's growing desire for the entertainment industry and warned that her 
once has never been stronger. The last time I was having a conversation with the uh, entertainment enthusiast, Israel Patrick, and he told me that Meghan Markle, Donald, he doesn't think that he has the urge to come back to the entertainment industry. I said it. They are saying that he really wants to come. So an insider close to Keith Ward made this revelation during one of their candid chats. The source cited by Adamekin that the ambition to make money has never been higher, nor has Meghan desire to return to the entertainment sphere with Harry by her side. So they are saying that there was no way she could pull out of Spotify deal. It's worth it too much. There's not a week that passes when they're not getting tapped up business from individuals who are willing to essentially write black checks in return for endorsement. So guys, look forward to, you might never know, you might be seeing, you know, our very own, our very own Megan Markle in the news. So Jennifer Lopez playing a familiar role in new film Marry Me portraying a pop superstar whose love life is scrutinized by millions. Yeah, so often snapped by photographers herself. In the movie, Lopez plays Kat Valdez, half of a music superstar couple with a partner, Bastian. So the two uh, plan to weave in front of a global audience streaming their nuptial to their fans. But shortly before, Kat learns Bastian has been unfaithful and instead marries a stranger in the crowd. Charlie, played by Owen Wilson. So you're looking forward to Marry Me. It's going to be superb on that. So private equity from Blackstone, which controls MNRK Music Group, is announced that the rapper Snoop Dogg has acquired Death Row Records, which releases his debut album nearly three decades ago and launched his career from the group. The 30-year-old rapper label owned and operated by Dr. Dre and music executive Marion Sweet Knight recorded and released two of Snoop Dogg's albums before his exit in 1998. So he said that it feels so good to have ownership of the label. I was part of it at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. That's what the rapper is saying. So Tupac Shakur and MC Hammer were among the artists whose music was released through Los Angeles-based record. If Tupac Shakur will be alive today, it would have been a great news for her. Meghan Markle is back in the news, and expert recently branded Meghan Markle Willis Simpson stealing golden prince. So former royal correspondent Richard Menes, uh, yes, made this claim while speaking to the Good Evening Standard. There, he started off by saying, as people get to know them, I think they will appreciate having them there. I don't think they have, uh, you know, they moved back to the UK at all. The British people too, you know. Uh, Megan after Wallace Simpson stealing the golden prince. How is that possible? Love can, you know, get everything it wants. So, you know, Megan Markle is stealing Prince Prince Harry, is not a doubt. But so the British people see Megan as the Wallace Simpson stealing the golden prince. And they are much more welcome on this side of the Atlantic. So that's how it is happening. So for those on, you know, on verse, Mr. Simpson was a famous American divorcee who married King Edward back in 1937 and ended up leading Queen Elizabeth's ancestral towers to monarchy. So that's what they are saying. But away from that, we come to our very own African continent, popular Nigerian singer, yes, hmm, Ekufoji Olatan Abdul Rahman, better known as Oxlade, you know, became a uh, viral sensation yesterday following the 
intimate video of him on social media. So the video showed mixed reactions with quite a number of Nigerians and even students hailing the singer. And Sean Kuti has expressed dismay over the kind of frenzy that took over social media because of Oxlade's escapade. So Nigerian musician Oxlade, as that word, it is really trending. From yesterday till now, it is trending. And, uh, you know, the popular musician and grandson of late Olakuti taunted the Instagram page with uh, a post berating uh, people who were fascinated with Oxlade's tape. And he is saying that how, despite how religious, you know, uh, everyone in Nigeria claimed to be, the fascination about sex is the price. And he added that he is sure that people watch inappropriate videos in churches, mosques, and also urges them to stop flooding, you know, their timeline, his timeline, with the leaked video. I'm surprised they watch inappropriate videos in churches how is that possible so that's what this is exactly what he he posted he says stop flooding my timeline with someone else's stories i beg you all i eat can grow up and face serious issues uh to get the sex tape that's really bad he's saying that guys should grow up on up so the trending story today the biggest one that is making this particular guy who brought this idea lockdown indoors because he can't go out because ladies are looking for him everywhere i'm talking of bb niger season five star toshi yes has stirred massive reactions online after making a controversial statement about ladies the reality star pinned that women don't like money and gifts but some prefer other things instead this statement has got people most especially ladies talking online and most of them disagree with his standpoint so this is exactly what Toche posted he said that truly most ladies don't like gifts or money they just want honesty and attention so this is really a touching story on that i have a beautiful lady in the studios yes my very old very entertainer enthusiast joining me nana ikia oh she's so beautiful hi i'm gonna call you reggie because you know if you don't know her other name is reggie what's up welcome to the show how are you feeling today? I'm good. You good? Yeah. Okay. So I want to start with you with the, uh, you know, the sex tape of uh, the Nigerian singer Oxlade is really a trend and everybody's talking about it. So as a woman or talking from our point of view, uh, do you think this should be allowed? Because not just any normal person, celebrity as such, and this has been trending. People are even making dance videos. Yesterday night, I saw dance videos like, whoa, this guy is really trending. What's your thoughts on that? Actually, I there's nothing wrong with it. And as a lady, <laughs> actually, when I saw the video, I really liked it. I was like, wow. Oh, you liked <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah, and All I right. wish he was my boyfriend, you know. Oh. Like, Exciting! That was making you wish like it was <laughs> your boyfriend. Was it the moves or you know uh-huh. the reaction from the girl or was it like it hurt you so much? It, it really touches the girl. Yeah, like she she felt on feeling on wings. And she said, "Yeah, your boy, uh, you don't you, like you don't need anything else." Oh, <laughs> 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 you like we we should we should yank down on on trend because on trend because I see nothing wrong with it. Alright, and you can uh, Oh yeah, against the video. Yeah, that uh, grandson like, of Felicity. I want to ask him one thing. Doesn't he have sex? 
Oh, of course he does, but he's saying that you know it's it's on social media everywhere. You know they are kids nowadays. Don't say in Colonia cafes in Now you know yeah, they just go on uh, Okay, yeah. so on the and okay, begins to say in Kofoche in a portrait like you know this kind of video. If I could put it that way, that was churches most in Yadiadia. Does he has any evidence? Maybe I want who but I don't know what to be found by us. Money in Kasasa. Like yeah, he, he should do more videos. Hey, want to watch? Ready, I watch. I say, show me who let me call. Viewers, now for more supporting you, but okay, some more enjoy. Like I'm, I'm actually, I'm inch, like I'm interested in the video. Okay. Say, Obey him more, mommy. Hey, I'll pay him. Hey, whoa. Just for that. Actually, if you can hear me, wherever you may be, Regina is here in the studio and she's saying that she'll be doing more videos because she there, she's having a dream of you being her boyfriend. <laughs> okay, so right now, I made a sex video number 20 and I can't, um, Big brother Nigeria, former big brother season five, Totti Okase, you know, and bang me at the cane and said, Me, I know, honest to me, attention. Oh, you're bay, you are doing gentle. Oh, Ghana, huh? Because in some old boys, I mean, we aim, or they are dating Sika. Okay. I'm so on Tony, you are. Now, who may have gone about say or pay or do sing Sika? No, no, no. Because <laughs> 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 There's this thing, say, or bar. You are dating a guy on show, but you always look beautiful. Then, my mom, Suana, if you understand what I'm saying, hey. She and then when we are dating a girl, you don't give her money, you don't do anything for her, she mm-hmm. always looks posh. Come okay. on, you prefer for teach you a shiny ding ding. Netizen for obi obi say Nigerians most especially have reacted to when they are saying that he should be telling his sisters this particular advice, not to them because I'm even sure that their sisters cry, they are annoying with him for saying that. Somebody say is just some men don't even have uh, the money to offer. They just lie and cheat oh. um, the ladies. So you know, they say because or what? Ninety-nine percent of boys they cheat. They cheat. Yeah. So if you have the money and you are cheating, yeah, I, I don't care. Be video bitter, oh, okay. Because I'm getting the money. Okay, money is important. important. Mm. And they just said there are some that thought you can cry on oh. trashing to baby. Won't believe you. So that was Regina. He, she is saying that, you know, the sex tape should be flowing because we feel like there is nothing wrong with that sex tape of the Nigerian thing. I'm talking of Oxlade and as well as what Tochi, the big brother Niger season five winner is saying that, you know, uh, truthfully, he is saying that most ladies don't like gifts or money. They just want honesty and attention. She's saying that, no, if you don't have money, if you don't have, the, you know, the upper hand, the strength to get a woman, because if your lady is dressing up and you're not, you know, taking care of them, there is no use in that. So she won't go for 
a broke guy, a guy with no money. So on that note, guys, go for money. Money is good. I'm not saying that. I'm just advising. Thank you so much for joining me on Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talk Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Don't go anywhere because DJ Tom will be in the studio from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on that musical journey right here on Ghana Talks Radio.